1: I can't clap. I can only snap. Let's clap it up. Okay, we're here. We're out here. This is awesome. I love doing the Freestyle Fridays. And uh, this week, we're going to keep it short and sweet. And uh, on top of that, we got some segments, boys. I've been been struggling for uh, segment ideas and stuff for the regular podcast for anything. But finally got some segments down that I think I'm going to really dig and I hope you do too. Um so with that being said, let's just get right into it. So the rundown, what's been happening with the boys or with the boy, I guess you could call it. Um nothing much, just chilling. Uh just been hanging out, taking time off work, fucking trying to finesse school. Just normal shit for a young man. Uh 21st birthday is coming up. That's pretty crazy. I'm actually fucking old as shit, dude. Um like you know it's crazy there's small signs that you're getting old uh, especially in like this young tiktok generation i guess you would call it which again sounds really old of me to say but i even saw there was a comment on tiktok and i don't even have it anymore i just saw it screenshot it on twitter was if you were born before 2003 you shouldn't be on this app And that's just such a bananas thing to say. I've started to find out like when you scroll, when you're entering your birth date, I've got to scroll farther and farther than I ever have for 2002, which I guess makes sense because it gets farther every year, but um, just crazy. And then uh, this summer, it was the first real sign because I heard an internet word that I wasn't already up to speed with. Um, I was in Hampton beach and these kids just started saying Riz and I was like, dude, what is Riz? And they just, you know, they got their sun-kissed hair and they're tan and shit. And they're just like, Riz isn't of this world. Riz just kind of is, you feel me? Riz is just, it's not, It's. it's like spiritual. It's energetic. It's not like a real thing. Um, that was just a wild conversation, but <laughs> I'm getting old, dude, and, uh, it's crazy, I'm still a young buck, thankfully, but, uh, sooner or later, we're gonna have to hang him up, which is, which is fine, it's a normal part of life, but I still got two more years of raging my cock off at frat parties and just being nonsense and just gas and beers or whatever you want to call it, uh, packing zins and shit before, eventually gotta hang that up for, uh, either uh, a woman i love or for for the boys or for my own health really um the last one is like yeah i'd much i'd personally i'd the first thing i'd hang it up for would be the boys like if it was just like if the boys were all kind of hanging it up like at the same time yeah i'd go for that but but yeah boys um we're having a great time we're living life Life is good. Not a lot to complain about in life. And I never understand how people do that, you know? Just life is just good, dude. But I dig... Oh, the thing I did want to add to that, you know, when you're hanging up... uh, When you're hanging it up for a chick, like, my cousin... So, I was born wicked late in my family. Uh, my cousin Ryan is way older and is about to get married this spring like tuxedo shit the the kid's gonna be looking like an absolute (laughs) but. i'm not i'm gonna stop just stop talking like that but the kid's gonna be looking like a man rocket tuxedo we'll see if we'll bring the mullet back for the wedding that'd be so unbelievable get the jufro rocking just curly hair out the wazoo um but uh he said i could date bimbos until i was like 28 i think at least 30 he said was the cutoff probably 28 though because at that point like you kind of want to just not be a party animal and i get that but i still got eight years that's i got two presidential two presidents or one president with two terms so i'm golden probably two presidents i got two presidencies left of uh Dating bimbos or whatever you want to call it, or chasing, being a single menace to society. Not even a menace to society. Just being a, being a peacock. You know, strutting my stuff. Being a peacock, letting it fly. Um, but, let's uh, dude, Thursday night football just wrapped up, and holy smokes, what a game! The Raiders—they can't keep it together. Um, I'm such a moron, idiot, loser face. I had. Josh Jacobs on my bench. I don't know why I was compelled to do this. I even said at dinner, I'm contemplating my fantasy football lineup. My phone was at 1 or 2%. I tossed it on the charger, didn't look at it again. Such a botch. I feel like such an idiot. And I honestly deserve to feel like such an idiot. But hopefully, um, the boy can pull it out. You know, I look pretty good in both my leagues, but it's just time to focus up in school and in fantasy ball. So. Raiders just can't figure it out. I feel bad for Derek Carr. seems like all the pieces are there. They just can't close games. Like, they have – they're no finish, no heart, no hustle, no finish. Um, It's just – like, you just watch them with a held breath once the the second half starts because it's like, wow, they actually can't do this. They can't. And I know it's like, oh, the defense, the defense. But Derek Carr only being able to put up 16 points on the lowly, lowly – rams was very sad and i feel bad for them dude it just sucks and i'm on record saying in a podcast that i thought that afc west was going to be a bloodbath there's like one good team one good team it's the chiefs uh chargers are frustratingly good at best broncos are absolute booty cheeks can't do anything and then the Raiders are a team of two halves where they'll play lights out and then just get smoked. It's crazy. Uh, Brittany Griner, Brittany Griner. I know you go to all your political advice for me. Uh, I appreciate you for that, but uh, Brittany Griner, we just traded her for the Merchant of Death. Um, seen a lot of chirps and stuff. You know, I don't really. I'm not gonna take a stance because I'm a coward. But I, uh, I I will say it just kind of sucks that we that we have got a marine still in there. Like I wish we had got the marine and, the uh, and Brittany Griner back. But I'm glad Brittany's coming home to America with her fam. Um, I I guess I hope she learned her lesson, even though it was wildly unfair. But you know you go into another person's like house and shit, and you start smoking, sparking up in their house. Yeah, they're probably gonna kick you out. Um, so just, uh, they should have more chill weed laws, but I don't know. It's just one of those things where I think, uh, two wrongs don't make a right, in my opinion. So glad she's coming home. Uh, Micah Parsons had a wicked funny tweet about it. And then he had to double back cause he was like, we got, still got a Marine there. Hell nah. And, uh, then he had someone on the PR team probably was talking to him and uh, was just like, yo, you shouldn't be saying this. Uh, I'm gonna pull it up real quick. But yeah, Micah Parsons here we go. He didn't delete it, which I respect, but he uh, he did fire out a tweet. Like, I'm kinda glad he did just because I want it's good to have his uh just gut reaction. So he quote tweeted this report that uh the swap to see C- The the tweet he quoted by Stephen Pornoy. The swap to see Griner come home for Christmas is one for one and does not involve retired Marine Paul Whelan, who's about to his fourth year in Russian custody. Bro, that actually makes me upset because that's four years versus like, I don't know, seven or eight months. So Michael Parsons quote tweets that and says, wait, nah, we left our Marine? Hell, nah. Um... Then, he rep- then like a little bit later, he says, My last tweet was no shot at Brittany Grider. Super happy she's back home, as she should be. Just have family who served, and it's crazy to me. The president wouldn't bring him home, too. I'm the first thing, furthest thing from a Trump supporter, but I'm not a fan of Biden either. <laughs> and then he replied to this with a thread. Just spoke to some people that I respect and trust. I should have been more educated in the topic and not tweet out of emotion for my family and other who have served. For that, I apologize. Also, if what I'm told about the attempts to bring retired Marie and Paul Whelan home are true, then the best outcome was accomplished. I pray Mr. Whelan comes home, but I'm extremely happy for Brittany and her family. I'm not too prideful to admit when I've made a mistake. I don't think you made a mistake. Micah Parsons, I think you had a gut reaction and people came at you for it, which sucks in this world that they do that. But uh, it's just the way it goes. Um, so that's uh, that's my take on Brittany Griner. I'm glad she's coming home, I suppose. But let's get that Marine home too. I feel bad. Four years in a Russian prison would be awful. I mean, think how how much you've missed in four years, and imagine being there during COVID. That'd be crazy. I wonder if COVID even existed in that Russian prison. Do you think they just gunned vodka? That's a little stereotypical, but anyway, do you think they just just didn't do shit about it? Um. Anyway, next up on the rundown: Juice World, Juice World, birthday, and today, Friday, as I'm recording this. Tuesday a week or Friday a week ago, I suppose that'd be uh, that was his would have been his 24th birthday, and today is three years after he passed away, unfortunately, which is just wild to think about. Um, for I'm not like I'm not a Juice World dick rider, he was my number one artist on Spotify, which is absurd to me because. I didn't think I listened to him that much, but just goes to show you the man made amazing music and it's crazy. It's wild to think about. Like, I think I genuinely think if he had another year, maybe even less than that, he would have been the number one artist in the world. No question. Um, But as a man who sees both sides of everything or tries to, at least to the best of his ability, Juice World fans are the worst people, maybe some of the worst like just depressed or think they're depressed like 15 year olds 16 year olds whose girlfriends wouldn't or whose people they thought they were like rizzing it up with won't wear their jerseys to the high school football games so now they gotta listen to all of juice world and be like mad like depressed and take half their mom's lorazepam pills like those people drive me nuts and juice, at least some of the Juice World fans like make fun of those people. Um, but when he was alive, at least I, I, I still feel very similar. Where I think I really love Juice World, and I think his when he really succeeds is when he's able to freestyle. And but some of his songs, if you really listen, they get very repetitive, and uh, they're very hook heavy, which is cool. If you're just vibing and you want to just scream out that hook and it's a fire hook, I'm down with that. You know, I still see your shadows in my room or uh, she told me put my heart in the bag and nobody gets hurt. Like if I'm just jamming that with the boys, that's a great time. But um, like just every song, I can't listen to more than three, two and a half songs in a row. I can't because it would just be like. Uh, I have the pills and I have the drink and I fucking mix them and I get too high and it's just like, I, it's just bad energy. It's a, like a little bit as good to just be like, yeah, like, fuck yeah. Like, you know, blowing off a little steam, but it gets way too much, way too fast. I do really, uh, appreciate him as an artist and, uh, you know, just rest in peace. And that brings us to our next segment, uh, Reddit readings. So I don't spend a ton of time on Reddit, but there's some things I, I see that I want to share and give my takes on. Um, so this would be – the this is a debuting segment. It's kind of like Twitter fingers uh, or I have the or, um, digital footprint in uh, the six-pack episodes. Uh, I haven't done that as much, and I, I really want to start doing that more. But I uh, – and I should have done that for the burner episode. That was an absolute botch. But regardless – uh, you know, we move forward. I'll just get better. But, um, yeah, rest in peace, Juice. Appreciate you. Appreciate everything you've done. But uh, our first reading is from R slash Juice World, and uh, it's got a. It's from three years ago. I think it was the top. It's the number one post on the subreddit. I'm pretty sure, but uh, it's just a DM from Juice World on Twitter. Uh, the guy, like. Blurred out all of the things he was sending uh, But Juice World replies Keep your head up Please please try to find the positive In any situation Don't beat yourself up over mistakes Everyone makes mistakes And try to live your life with no regrets That doesn't mean go out and do stupid shit But just live and love Life to the fullest It's a beautiful thing despite all the bad shit That goes on that's it, it's heartbreaking honestly and i watched the documentary last year i think that's why he was so high up on my uh, list uh and his new album came out obviously but i uh it just is such a bummer um so young like i'm about to turn pretty much how old juice world was like same brain development when he died and he had been famous for two years like really famous for two years at that point or three wild 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 yeah no two years pretty much crazy like my brain can't even comprehend that level of fame and he's been dead for three years and he still gets 30 million uh listens a month on spotify which is i'm pretty sure it's top 50 at least it might be higher but just absolutely absurd. And uh, like I, I'm not going to call him an inspiration for me, but I did really appreciate uh, in the documentary, he just was talking about how um if you find something you're talented at, just really like hone it and work at it because everybody has talents. And uh, that's something I've tried to kind of carry forward and do and implement into my life. So, uh, yeah, shout out to Juice World. Next up, let's lighten the mood a little bit. Next Reddit reading next reddit reading we got something pretty funny here this is from uh slash more plates more dates um and it's like that's a youtube channel i'm pretty sure and uh, i've never watched it but it's just like a gym rat subreddit and uh there's a whole subsection for dating slash pickup is what it's called and uh i read this this post is about like it's 18 days old and I was tweaking, laughing at the responses and stuff. It's just – the whole subreddit is about like what supplements to take and like doing anabolic steroids or TREN or whatever. But I'll never, me personally, not not into that stuff. I like lifting weights, but haven't done it in a while. But anyway, this is just a wicked funny uh, – <laughs> wicked funny uh, post here from – You slash Sam Wise the Brown. I can't keep up with this Ninfo. My ex had a condition called vaginisms, which made it really difficult to have sex. So we only did it like twice a month. I was pretty lean with good cardiovascular health, cardio space vascular there, and a high drive. So I felt pretty sexually unsatisfied in the relationship, but I loved her enough to make that adjustment. She ended up breaking up with me anyways in July of this year. It had me down bad. I stopped working out, did a lot of coke, drank a lot, smoked a lot, and ate like garbage. My health went to absolute garbage. Due to the coke usage, I lost my job too, so I couldn't afford going to the gym either. Since October, I met this girl who's an absolute ninfo. Normally, I wouldn't complain, but I can't keep up with this girl sexually. She needs dick five to nine times a day, every single day. Periods are not an exception. I'll nut, and she'll be like, quote, you have two minutes to get hard again. When we're not together, she needs me to jerk off over the phone at least three times before I go to bed. I've never sent a dick pic in my life let alone jerked off over the phone. But with this girl, she gets angry if I don't send her a dick pic every morning. My heart can't take it. I have to pop 5 to 15 mg Cialis to bandage my lack of performance. Mind you, I'm also on 0. 0.625 mg finasteride, 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 which makes maintaining an erection more difficult when you're out of shape i've quit coke and smoking i've been off coke for a month and six for two weeks i don't have cravings or withdrawals for either i don't have an addictive personality any advice to how to pick myself up way to boost my libido and erection quality so i can keep up with this demon <laughs> like you could hit me try not to laugh that's some of the top replies Um, you're making the same mistake. Like after the breakup, you are destroying your body. Please to please her stop it and set rules. Otherwise get out ASAP. I will say like every dude in their heads like, oh, this would be so awesome. You know, oh, like, but she needs dick five to nine times a day. That's just an out of pocket amount of times. Like, I don't know. Like, how do you even come that many times? You've got to be shooting blanks by three. Like, that's just an out-of-pocket amount of times. I don't know. And then the the jerking off over the phone. I don't... What What is the appeal of that if you're the girl in that scenario? Or the guy. I mean, he, the guy here doesn't want to keep her... Like, doesn't want to make her mad. But the girl, like... The girl in this scenario wants to... Just hear him jerking off. Or maybe it's a FaceTime action. I don't know. Regardless, that's crazy town behavior. Five to nine times a day. A day. Not a week. A week, maybe. A day, no. How do you... Do you have a job? This, this would have to be your full-time job if you're having sex with someone five to nine times a day. Like and the 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 guy in the top comment is right. This guy dude is like destroying his body for this lady, um, and that's this guy uh polar fang couldn't have said it better. Everybody wants a cum goblin girlfriend until their dick ends up looking like Rocky after fighting Creed for the first time. That's facts, dude. That's facts. Um, so another couple gems of wisdom. Those ass cheeks got you under a spell, my guy. Keep in mind she has an impaired psychological condition. Nymphomania. Likely stemming from severe childhood trauma. You are not helping her by succumbing to her every request. Forcing you to jack off three times before bed. Cringe. Furthermore, nutting that often is literally destroying your T-levels, discipline, and drive. Making it easier for her to continue enslaving you on this way. You're called G, but if you came here to ask for advice from men who've been through this telling you to set some boundaries. Yeah. I uh I agree with that. Well said. Well said. I um Yeah. Well said. That's all I gotta say. Just Five to nine times a day is a ridiculous amount of times. I couldn't even picture it. I can't like there's some horny dudes out there and there's some horny like people are horny that's just life people are horny, but five to nine times a day horny that's gotta be what percentile what percentile of horny is that that's got to be like point five or at least one the least one five to nine times a day and having you jerk off three times. Before bed over the phone. Insane. All right. Our last Reddit reading. Um, Not going to name this sub. This is a college subreddit. Not going to name which college. Uh, What's your go to fake name to give to beat chicks? Mine's Shane or Xander. Depends on how hammered I am. These, there's just some of the, some of the responses are classic. (laughs) Corey Treverson. Randy Leahy slash Jim Leahy. (laughs) Randy Leahy would definitely be mine. Um, I love... uh, So, this guy is uh, Chetty. When Yik Yak starts popping about Chetty, the whole brotherhood stresses. I just gave away the... It's r slash frat. But uh, when Yik Yak starts talking about Chetty, the whole fraternity stresses... And then this guy is actually two hundred IQ genius. Get your whole fraternity, or this work could work for a friend group too. Get everybody to use the name. Every time you see the name, you'll never know who it is. But like, give the guy legendary status with huge word word of mouth on campus. Like this is um, like you know how fraternities have chair positions. This is a propaganda chairman. So like. Everybody should decide on a fake name. And if a dude's on a dry dry streak, everybody should just say the name. And eventually some guys will claim it for nights or like have a rotation. So let's say uh, Malcolm. No, not Malcolm. Um, no, let's go with Malcolm. Everybody just says, oh, dude, Malcolm has like a 19-inch hog. Like Malcolm is a freak in the sheets. Everybody starts blasting Yik Yak. And then <laughs> and then one night, you can just say, "Oh, what's up? I'm Malcolm from so and so," and oh my God, that would be i there I need to test this theory at some point. We need to get a group of dudes to test the theory, but um that would be awesome. um my fake names uh that I've done with my buddies, I think we did Tony. I went with Scott. I love Scott made me I love Scott. Scott was such a great name. Um Tony Scott and uh oh, I forget. I forget a couple of them, but Tony and Scott was me and my buddy. And uh we were uh club water polo players. <laughs> Dude, college is fucking awesome. I'm going to actually kill myself when I have to graduate, but I still got another five years to go. Best seven years of my life. <laughs> best best seven years of my life. What about a uh, blue Bluto from Animal House? Seven years of what? Seven years of education down the drain. That's a great movie. Uh, shout out to Animal House. Someone told me it's overrated the other day. F- fuck you if you think that movie's overrated. That movie's funny as shit. It's crazy and would not fly today and is very inappropriate, but funny as shit. Okay, that brings us our last segment, boys. Last segment. So I'm calling this segment Grateful Head and uh, a kick in the balls. Grateful Head and then a kick in the balls. So this is a play on words of Grateful Dead, which I think their music sucks if you're not high as shit, but so does everybody. You know, oh, what the Grateful Dead van say when they ran out of pot? Oh, man, this music sucks. <laughs> um, but Grateful Head, as in my dome, my brain, I'm grateful in my brain, and then a kick in the ball. So here's what we're going to do for the Grateful Head segment. We're going to rattle off everybody in their cars, wherever you're listening, wherever you're at, we're going to all rattle off three things that we're thankful for. That we're lucky. Then a kick in the balls. One thing we had to deal with that was bullshit. That way we're reframing our brains. We're getting our dome pieces squared away where we have three is greater than one. Three things we're thankful for one thing, bullshit thing we had to deal with. Three is greater than one. I didn't get into UMass Amherst, but even I know that three is greater than one. Okay. ever take a second think. All right. Three things I'm grateful for. I am grateful for, number one would be home-cooked meals. Lived at home, taking a semester off from college. I'm very happy that I get uh, home-cooked meals. Dining hall food was awesome. I loved just being able to muck desserts, anything, ice cream. So great. But um, home-cooked meals, the best. Very grateful for home-cooked meals. And uh, they're pretty sweet. And uh, I'm digging them number two has been my job thankful for my job is it was crazy uh blue collar landscaping landscape architecture it gets cold out sucks uh, i've had to bundle up a couple times for work and my hands have been really cold and uh it's just been it's been ass. not gonna lie but um but yeah very thankful for my job I worked from may to december that's crazy and uh Made a decent amount of money, got to play golf and stuff and take time off. And I got a great boss, nothing to complain about. Great experience too, met a lot of awesome people, learned a lot, I suppose. Um, Skills and such. Number three thing I'm thankful for, uh, number three doesn't always come off like the top of my head as fast as the other two. But um, I'm trying to think, what would be the third thing that I'm thankful for? <sighs> um. Hmm. My buddy Josie, that would be it. Thankful for Joe, actually, just for the boys in general. But Josie, Josie just turned twenty one. He's a friend of the podcast. Shout out Josie. Josie and I have been booing all year or all fall. It's been awesome and all summer. Been a great time. Very uh, very happy. Uh, Josie's going to school and shit. It's uh, it's sweet, dude. And all my buddies, all, all the boys show me a ton of love um, through everything, sobriety and all that stuff. And don't get me wrong, we might be getting back to the game soon, but uh, it's been really nice and um, met a lot of great people and really strengthened some connections with the boys. But at the same token, I know how important it is to get a little ripped up with your, with your boys, with your fellas every once in a while because it's super important. Because if it wasn't important, we wouldn't do it. Um, so those are the three things I'm thankful for home cooked meals, my job, which I'm currently unemployed, but still a great experience. And, uh, my boys and Josie specifically, but, um, that's, that's what I'm thankful for. Um, kicking the nuts, kicking the dink, uh, a kick kicking the dink recently has been call of duty. Um, skill-based matchmaking has been a massive kick in my dink because i I'll have one good game of COD, and I'll get put into a lobby where I'm getting absolutely shit on with the best guns in the game. I'm trying to get diamond or whatever it's called, platinum ARs, and I'm just getting absolutely shat on by kids. And uh, it just sucks, because I like dropping dropping care packages, I like calling in UAVs, and when you're just getting shit on, it's no fun for anybody. Um, I like to do the shit of God. But... Even that's not, uh, I'm sorry, it's late. Even that's not that much of a kick in the dink because I'm having so much fun on COD and uh, just tearing it up, and it's been a great time. Uh, oh, and a fourth thing, bonus thing I'm thankful for is uh, Burner Twitter. They came on the pod. It was awesome. Very thankful for them. And uh, great dudes. Give them a follow. Uh, they're wicked funny. So, yeah. Um, okay. That's all I got. I'm uh, very happy in my life, you know. Not really a lot to complain about. Had the boys over for Thanksgiving. I haven't done an episode in dumb long. Also, a couple of things. Yeah, had the boys over for Thanksgiving. It was a great time. There was like three chicks there. It was sick. Uh, Two, happy birthday to my pops. 60 years old. His Cadillac got totaled. Uh, My mom was driving it and someone T-boned her. But he just bought this Lincoln Mark 7 from 1992. Thing is an absolute steezer. It's silver with a white interior. Can't wait. Can't wait to see him cruising around in that. Uh, it'd be awesome. Good for him. But happy 60th birthday, Dad. You're old as shit. And uh, yeah, crazy you're that old. That's just wild, wild being that old. Um. And uh, And yeah... That's, um, geez, I'm trying to think. Any more? Oh, what does everybody want for Christmas? What does everybody want for Christmas? I'm, uh, I know I'm old because I don't mind getting socks anymore. Socks are just such a great gift. Um, and like, I don't even want like games or anything, it just sucks. So, I uh, I just, honestly, I want a couple of my posters framed and I treat myself to a kick-ass new speaker, but that's it. Well, all right. With that being said, thank you all for listening. This has been outstanding. I love ripping Freestyle Fridays. Please, uh, if you have a question for Freestyle Freestyle Friday, shoot me a text, a DM. I'm all over the map. Follow me on Twitter. Um, I love hanging out there. And, uh, yeah, everybody have a great weekend. Have a great, a Merry Christmas, a Happy Hanukkah, Kwanzaa to those who celebrate, you know, all the holidays. Everybody have a great time. I'll see you guys later. Peace. That
0: clock keeps ticking like a metronome and my thoughts keep telling me to get me home. But my balls keep telling me to let me home. Oh, just let me home. Sickin' like a metronome And my thoughts keep tellin' me to get me home But my balls keep tellin' me to let me out Fuck all that shit, just let me go O'ers and tastemakers, makers, make us no chaser Gets the blood flowin' like a fuckin' pacemaker Cut the middle man and inhale the vapors, madman. men Old oh, ten Don drapers, cut the jukebox on, make the woofers blow We gon' sit here until all them heifers go Holler at the tens and spend a little don't Not on them, no They can buy their own drinks that work week off, five days in the bucket, fuck it You got a boss who's a jerk, who doesn't Throw on some Wu-Tang, bring the motherfucking ruckus There is no pretext, we are living and we love it on our budget Never mind, we just nudge it to the side, give the kids a little time We are living till we die, focused and we hustle But we still be getting high, no exception to the rule Do what you do to get by, cause I keep keeps ticking like a metronome And my thoughts keep telling me to get me home But my balls keep telling me to let me up Just let me out That clock keeps ticking like a metronome And my thoughts keep telling me to get me home But my balls keep telling me to let me out let me At a house party getting jammed up. You were Tony Menza. When they ask who's the fucking boss, put your hand up. Never put it down because you're banging to the handsome. 2010 trend, put the iPod on random. Wonder why I try to play this instead of handsome. Probably because it gets the people moving like a handgun. Just like the little white fellas up and M Happy Easter from the motherfuckers living in the mansion. Yeah. Freestyle Friday number nine. Thanks to Ratatat for letting me steal their beat. It's very kind to of them. They're nice guys. Yeah, so I'm about to go up to Philly I'll tell you why I chose this beat I was driving around